All right, it's another Modcast, Auburn Live edition of the Modcast. Appreciate everybody for joining us. As always, we got the the whole crew here: Jeffrey Lee, Cole Pinkston, I'm Justin Hokinson. Fellas, what's up, Cole? You look like you're uh, you're going on vacation, man. You you taking a what you doing over there? It's a little sabbatical. Yeah, you know, I tell people uh, with with our job, it is remote, but at any given time, you could be in my office. So just be ready. <laughs> So, it is. I'm I'm in my office right now in my car headed down to the beach. And I'm in uh inside Jordan Hare Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> the loneliest place on earth at this moment. Although it looks like there's some people behind me. <clears throat> what game is that from? Shit, I don't know. We'll put the corner on it. They can reverse the image. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You went there. You went there. <laughs> we, we, we dropped the ball so much last night on the recruiting show or yesterday on the recruiting show. We, uh, we really did a disservice to some of the, uh, some of our loyal subscribers. We will make it up to them in the future, but, uh, yes. Justin, have you been following the drama this week on the corner? Uh, I, I think I've missed this one. Good, 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 good. We won't, we won't go too deep. My, I have to pick and choose my dramas. Completely on the understandable. <laughs> Absolutely. Completely understandable. I, honestly, this one, Justin, it's it's almost impossible to wrap your mind around. It so, is. Don't That's even... saying a lot. That is saying a lot. Uh, it was one of the better weeks uh, of, of the corner. It was just um, – Everybody coming together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Auburn's got a game this weekend, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do prize picks? We'll get into it. Let's do some prize picks, man. I've been on a roll, dude. I'm three and one over my last two weeks. Uh, hey. three All right. Hey, uh, if you haven't uh, been participating, competing, and playing in prize picks, you're missing out, man. Go download the app Prize Picks. Uh, Download the app. Use our promo code War Eagle, all caps, one word. Use that promo code. Prospects will match up to one hundred dollars of your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code War Eagle, all caps, one word. Again, hundred dollar match of on your first deposit. Uh, if you don't know how it works, you can pick two to six players, and if they go more or less than what the prospects projection is, and you pick the right one. You're a winner. It's a fifty-fifty shot, man. You can't find those odds anywhere. Not even in Vegas. Not even on the roulette wheel. So, 50-50 shot. They're going to put uh, projection up as, uh, let's see, Peyton Thorne, two and a half touchdowns this week against Arkansas. That's not a projection. I'm just giving you an example. And you pick more if you think he's going to go more or count for more or less. And uh, whatever money you uh, wager, not wager, play. Um, and then you can pick how much you want to multiply that by or how, how confident you are. Uh, in Alabama, states like Alabama, some of these you have to use combo squares, so it would be Peyton Thorne and Bo Nix combined to uh, whatever their projection is, and you pick it more or less. So go to Prize Picks, download that app. If you haven't already, get signed up. It's free uh, to get signed up, and then up to $100 of your first deposit. So if you deposit $99, they'll deposit $99. You'll have $198, and yes, I did do that math. Uh, but make sure you use that promo code War Eagle All Caps War Eagle All Caps No spaces One word All right Auburn Arkansas Let's talk about it um, Some quick stats on this game Nineteen to twelve Nineteen twelve and one Auburn leads the series Okay 
Um, of course, Arkansas won last year, ended Brian Harson's tenure. Uh, 41-27, that was ugly. That was real ugly. Um, Auburn leads 9-5 nine, nine to five in games played in Fayetteville. Um, so, yeah, Auburn's had the edge in this series. Arkansas comes in. I think it's an interesting game. Arkansas comes in with a, with a win over Florida, new offensive coordinator, some new juice on offense. They still can make a bowl game. They've got Auburn at home. They've got Florida International at home, and they've got Missouri at home. They close with three home games. They could try to make a run of three games and make a bowl game. Of course, Auburn's got momentum winning two straight, trying to win this one, and they could potentially beat New Mexico State, win, make it four straight going into, the, going into the Iron Bowl. So I think both teams see what could be if they can win this game. Um, and so despite Arkansas's record, man, they lost by three at LSU. They lost by three at Bama. They lost by seven at Ole Miss. They lost at home by seven to BYU. Um, they lost by four to Mississippi State. So Arkansas's record is a little bit deceiving. Um, and I think getting a little bit of motivation in Gainesville is going to help them. So I think tricky game, Jeffrey. We were, Cole and I were talking about it earlier in the week where it was uh, – this to me was kind of like the Cal game. It was like just, just win by one. Yeah. Get out with a win. I mean, this is there's no. I thought Vanderbilt was different. I thought you needed to you needed to beat them by two touchdowns because you should. This one, I think, it's just get out of there with a win against a team that's got a little bit of juice, maybe, and and then get to New Mexico State and then try to get to the Iron Bowl with four in a row. What what, what is Arkansas's record? I think they had three wins going into the Florida game. So are they four and? They're three and six now. One and five in the league. They've only yeah. won three football. Let me tell you something. Yeah, and, well, they and, lost a non-conference game to BYU, so there, yeah. So just going off of what you just said, Arkansas is a is a much better team than their record suggests. They're a yeah. much better than three. What were their lo- losses? Um, three at LSU, three, was it at Bama? Yeah, their losses, they lost five in a row. They lost by a touchdown to BYU. They lost by three at LSU, a place Auburn, you know, hello. Yep. Um, they lost by 12 to Texas A&M on the neutral field in Dallas. They lost by a touchdown at Ole Miss. The next week they lost by a field goal at Alabama, and then it all kind of fell apart with a four-point loss at home to Mississippi State, and they scored three points. Right. But yeah, they've got a three-point loss at LSU and a three-point loss at Alabama. I don't care what your record is. If you can go do that, you're a good, you're, you're a good team. The, the breaks just aren't going your way. Uh, and I said this the other day, but I watched bits and pieces of Arkansas. I did watch them last week against Florida, and I'm going, man, this is a good football team. I don't know how I was expecting to see, you know, a two-win football team, and I didn't see that. Um, I think Jay had an idea different than this. I watched Arkansas against Florida; it was just one game. Keep in mind, but I'm going, man. They're, overall, they're a better. They're a better team than Auburn. Uh, that's what I took away from it. I don't like Auburn on the road if with, with Arkansas on the momentum, but I want to see can Jarquez Hunter continue doing what he's doing. I want to see if Peyton Thorne can continue doing what he's doing. I want to see if their wide receivers can discontinue doing what they've been doing. Uh, the, the defense continues doing what they're doing. I think it's going to be fun to see what Travis Williams does to this offense, how he goes about scheming up Auburn. I think it'll be a fun game in that aspect. Uh, but I think uh, it, people looking at a three-win Arkansas team, and uh, it's not often that you see a three-win team favored to win at home against Auburn. Period. Oh yeah, I forgot that they dropped that game to Mississippi State. That is a really bad loss. Because it looks awful. Mississippi State's not all that great. 
And uh, then that BYU loss, man, it just tells you how important was that California win for Auburn? A non-conference, uh, it, gosh, that was a huge win. And they found a way to do it there. So, I mean, it, it's the difference in, you know, obviously one big road win on your schedule. But, I mean, look at the tra- trajectory of both programs. They've talked about Sam Pittman being on the hot seat. I mean, I don't know if I'm there yet, but, you know, that's that's where they're at. That's a tough place to be if you're Sam Pittman and you're on the hot seat. I mean, I think he's he's done a decent job there. Um, I mean, that program was – sorry, but that program was trash before he got there. Um, and, and, you know, he, he rebuilt that thing. And you look at some of these losses, how close some of these losses were this year. Um, I mean, I don't think he'll be fired after the year, this year or anything, but that's a, that's a tough place to, to be if you're him. They're pretty good on defense. You mentioned Travis Williams. Um, they're right around, I think they're fifth or right on the middle of the league or little, actually above, above that halfway point, I think in both yards per game and scoring. Um, and so they're, they're, a, they're a, a decent little defense he's got going over there. Well, they, they are very, they have a good pass rush. Um, they got like five guys that have over two sacks right now so they got, they got tons of guys that can get after the landon jackson have y'all seen this guy yeah I, I saw him last week yeah, yeah he, he he's a baller that dude can play landon jackson that's the uh yeah he's uh he, tra- he, he transferred is, from lsu yes LSU thank you transfer yeah I didn't get to watch that game. I watched parts of it from the Vanderbilt press box on the computer, but I didn't watch every play. We had that game going, and then what was the other one going on? Um, Ole Miss A&M. Yeah, C.J. Jackson went to LSU. I'm trying to think. Uh, he was at one time committed to Georgia Tech, so this is his third. This is not the guy I'm thinking of, Cole. This is the, the C.J. Jackson. No, not C.J. Jackson. Who did you say? Landon Jackson. Yeah, Landon. Landon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I was thinking C.J. Jackson. Yeah, he's he's sort he's bald headed. Um, remember, there's a big recruiting video that went out of him at a camp because he was so skinny and long and lanky, and he, and he was, yes, he looked like yes. an older guy. And everybody's like, "Who is this guy?" And then he he ends up signing with LSU, puts on like 50 pounds of muscle, and now he's one of the best pass rushers in the SEC and in the country. Yeah, uh, but they have several guys like him at Arkansas that can get after the passer. I gave them the edge in pass rush when you're talking about between Auburn and, and Arkansas. I'm not sure who to give the edge to in run defense because I think Arkansas's numbers are better. But, I mean, Auburn's come to play a few times here. Uh, and their front, you just never know. Their defensive line can be really good at Auburn's. And sometimes they they get run through like, as Nick Saban would say, crap through a tin horn. So, you know. Yeah, I, 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 he um he he was really good last week against Florida. That's when I really noticed him. The yeah, Auburn's won. Auburn had won six in a row before last year. They've won three in a row in Fayetteville. They haven't lost in Fayetteville since 2015, which was that multiple overtime game um, in 2015. Um, and then Auburn won in Fayetteville in 13. So Auburn's won four out of the last five. In Fayetteville, remember when that series used to be, and really, or two, through the 2000s, the Tuberville era, Arkansas was just a nemesis, consistently. And, um, and then Houston Gus, Nut. 
Yeah. Gus comes in and owns Arkansas. I don't think – did he ever lose to Arkansas? Uh, he lost once, that 15 game. That's it. Um, but, yeah, they lost. Tuberville came in and lost in 99, 2001, 2002. Then he lost in 2006, 2008. That's all Tuberville, Arkansas losses. And then Chiswick lost in 9, 11, and 12. So there, there was a stretch there where uh, Auburn, Auburn could not beat Arkansas. They've turned it around since Gus got there. They lost in 15 uh, in Fayetteville. And, of course, last year, which was Harson's, um, you know, final game. And, and, hey, Justin, back in 06 and 08, I believe that's the little stretch. There's a four- or five-year stretch between Auburn and Arkansas where Arkansas always won at Auburn and Auburn always won at Arkansas. Was that the was that the stretch? There was a stretch there in 06. Um, Arkansas won at Auburn. 07, Auburn won there. 08, Arkansas won in Auburn. So there was a three-year three, three year stretch right there. Okay. Where went back and forth. Um and then that stretch of 98 to 2002, Auburn only won one. Auburn went one and four in a five-year span. Um, and then later on went two and five in a seven-game span from 06 to 12. So they just always would, had the number. They used to not. Would y'all, um, would y'all be more surprised if Auburn won this game or if Auburn lost this game? What would surprise you or what would shock you more on this one? I mean, would it shock you if Arkansas handled Auburn, totally handled them? Yes. Yeah, that would surprise me. I don't know that I I could be surprised in this game. I I wouldn't be surprised if Arkansas won a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if Auburn won a close game. I would be shocked if Auburn went up there and came home with a 10-plus point win. Okay, so that's a better question. It would shock you more if Auburn won by 10 yeah. than if Arkansas absolutely. won by 10? Absolutely. Out of the four scenarios, close win, close loss, blowout win, blowout loss, I would be more shocked by a blowout win for Auburn than I would any of those other three. By the way, um, mm-hmm. side note, I'm currently driving through the town of Foley, Alabama, home of Julio Jones. Why does he commit Perry Thompson? <laughs> Why don't you make a pit stop, man? Take that man to the beach. <laughs> Speaking of reverse Google images. <laughs> <laughs> Take him down to Pensacola. I heard they can hide out folks really, hey. really well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback. Speaking of throwbacks. Throwback, man. All that, by the way, for a dude who did nothing. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. <laughs> Got the house paid for, though. Oh. Real ones, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what would surprise me. I mean, yeah, it probably surprised me more if Auburn goes in there and wins by 14 versus Arkansas winning by 14. I, I don't know. I, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I like how Auburn's playing right now. I think offensively they're at least getting some confidence and some identity. It's pretty much Peyton's show now. Um Holden seems to be in the backup role, which, by the way, makes complete sense. You know, we watched Holden on Tuesday. Seems to be in the backup role, and that makes sense. If 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 Hugh Freeze and Montgomery have decided this is what they're going to do on offense, they're just, they're just they're going to run what they're comfortable with, and they're going to run this RPO stuff. It makes sense then to move Holden up now and give him more reps during the week, because if that's what you want to do on offense, and you're just going to commit to not rotating anymore, then if Peyton gets hurt, who are you going to? Yeah, it's the same offense, right? Yeah. So now, so now, once you make that call a couple weeks ago, 
it's like, okay, if we're going to make that call and it's going to be Peyton's show, well, then if Peyton gets hurt, it needs to be Holden's show. And, it, and Robbie can have packages one way or another. Completely agree. Hell, well, we've all been saying that since week one. <sighs> oh, yeah, um, no. <laughs> I wanted to say something, too. That's what it Peyton does to me. <laughs> about Peyton Thorne and, and his performances lately. Um, you know, he's been – can y'all hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. We got, you're, you're stuck on a great shot. You're frozen just on a beautiful shot of you. <laughs> but we can hear yeah, you. Yeah, we, we, we can hear you, dude. There you are. We can hear you. We just can't see you smile. How about now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. There you go. go. Yeah, so what I was going to say about Thorne is it seems like the way he operates things so clean, it's been a while since we've seen that at Auburn talking about we being us three and the fan base. He does have some limitations, by the way. And while, while Cole is, is, is going to come back and join us, Justin, we were talking about former Auburn-Arkansas Auburn, games. Three years ago was was one of those games where uh, – you remember when Bo Nix spiked the ball backwards? Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't believe that was one of those times where like Auburn actually got the call when they probably shouldn't have. Oh, there's so Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh man, still bitter, man. <laughs> We're so pissed about that. that was 2020, the COVID season. Yes, rainy. yes, yes. And, and, and man, I, it's uh, you know, it's almost like Virginia double dribbled. Oh, they're still mad about that. Which, by the way, like about that play, the thing that gets lost every time that play gets talked about is if the whistle's not blown, Shed Jackson is standing over the football. Shed Jackson's standing there but doesn't dive on it because the play was dead. Whistle dead. And then he, he kind of half and he kind of half assed sort of went for it. So it looks like Arkansas recovered. If you go watch that Shed is right there. So if there was no whistle blown and that was a legit fumble, I think Shed falls on it anyway. He's right there and he just didn't do it because the whistles were blown and He's like the play's dead. Why, why, you know, whatever. So that's a play that that's a, that gets overlooked a ton. And Shed is standing there, probably jumps on that ball anyway. It, um, it, it was the, it was the, it was the official's fault. Yeah, oh yeah. Either it's a fumble and you don't blow the play dead and you play it out, or you blow the whistle. The play's dead. It's an incomplete pass. Reset the play clock. So yeah, the, it's, you can't. It's not, it's not something you can go back to after the fact and go, oh yeah, well I knew it was kind of backwards, and so we're going to rule that a fumble. And uh, so, what happened if it was a fumble? Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was bullshit. All right, Cole, don't keep us in suspense anymore, big dog. Peyton Thorne's limitations. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, I switched to my wife's phone. I don't know why. Sometimes that works. Well, you look better. Oh, good. Uh, no, I was saying it's been so long since Auburn fans, since the three of us have seen clean quarterback play, talking about standing in the pocket, throwing a clean ball, that kind of stuff that you almost don't realize sometimes that Peyton Thorne does have some limitations in throwing the football. He does have some limitations in, in doing things. And I think Hugh Freeze can see past that, and he goes, you know, we need somebody with a little, little bit – that can be a little more dynamic as a quarterback here. But we're all blinded, like, wow. I mean, clean operation at quarterback. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's 
it's a give and take thing. And now that I've studied him enough, I think he does have some limitations that it's going to be hard to work past. And I just don't know if he can take over a game. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, Cole. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know what y'all were back on there. Uh, sorry. I was about to start talking about Fred Talley, man. So it's probably glad you hopped on, man. I was about, I'm about I was just glad that we're past the days of uh, Fred Talley just ran by my window. I think we've I think we've cleared. I think we're like a generation past that, or, or now that that people I, don't post that anymore. I don't even know what you're talking about. See, so. there we go. 2002. Go look it up. Yeah, if you ever want to test the generational gap, just run it by me and. Uh, Oh, are, are you being serious, Cole? I'm being dead serious. You don't know you don't know about Fred Talley? No, I don't know about Fred Talley. He's right outside your window. He's always right outside all the fans <laughs> with him. Dude ran for like 765 yards uh, against Auburn in 2002. Yeah, I'm about to look that stats up. They came into Auburn. They came into Auburn and beat Auburn 38-17. Auburn was ranked 24th. Arkansas was two and two. Um, Fred Talley, what were his stats in this game? Probably Fred like Talley 230. Had, let's see if I can get the recap. He ran for 241. 241. Um, Arkansas ran for 426 that day. Woo. Yeah. I remember um, Darren McFadden. Asked, well, that's not as far as I got. Cedric Houston was a guy I remember for Arkansas. That's Derek Madden and Felix just Jones and the big, tall, white guy. Peyton Hillis, Matt Jones, Not, Matt Jones, Matt Jones, and Fred Talley were 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 hell. And then they had Cedric Cobbs back then too. Oh um, yeah, Cedric Cobbs. Matt Jones. I think that was the same year. I think twenty. I think O two was Matt Jones, Fred Talley, and Auburn just had no answers for that that running game. That was unbelievable, and that was a joke forever. It was Fred Talley just ran by my window? Fred Talley just scored another touchdown. Good times. Yeah, Good I would have second grade. Uh, for that, brutal. Um, <laughs> you talk about Peyton Thorne's limitations. Um, are you talking mostly physical? Um, yeah, for the most part, I, I think he's just not. He doesn't have the what I would call an NFL arm. I think he's very accurate, and I think he's a good decision maker. He's he's a game manager, like we talked about before he got here, and and I don't think he's ever gonna. You know, just kill you with his legs. It, it, it doesn't seem like he has anything that's just gonna be elite. I don't think he's a game changer. I think he's a game yeah. manager. He's not gonna be on any Walter Camp watch list. He's not going. No, to. that doesn't mean he can't be effective. But with, sure, with what you're working with right now, receivers still trying to figure it out. All this stuff. You know, that's where you have pause and you go, "Can Auburn, even though they're playing better and they look like they're starting to." buy into what's going on, can they win a road game? And it's really not Arkansas so much that scares you. It's the road game. It's the whole operation of being on the road. Like you've said many times, Jeffrey, is he the guy that can overcome all that and, and sort of make these plays to to win you a ball game? I just don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out with him. Especially well, a close game. Yeah, th- this is going to be, you know, a, a very different – Tests from the last few weeks. I mean, yes, Auburn's playing better, but look who they've played. I mean, let's be fair. They played Mississippi State at home and Vanderbilt on the road. That helps you look better. Um, I think the most important thing they've done is made the decision internally to say it's going to be Peyton's show. Unless he collapses, unless he goes out there and falls apart, he's the guy. 
we're not rotating. Robbie may get a package. He may get a, th- a third down. He may get a red zone. But it's Peyton's show. Base offense, it's Peyton's show. That's the most important thing they've done. You go talk to Peyton on Monday, which we did, and I said, hey, a few weeks ago we asked you about, you know, rotating quarterbacks, and you were like, I don't really know how to handle that. I said, how did it feel against Vanderbilt when you were the only guy? And he goes, I I'd be lying if I didn't say it felt a lot better. And so I think that decision is, is probably the biggest thing they've done to help Peyton um, in that offense. We'll see on Saturday if they've gained enough momentum and how far they've actually come. Because like we talked about, Arkansas's defense is, is decent. They're, they're decent. At home, they're good enough where you toss in some of the, some of the struggles Auburn's offense has, and, and you know, it could get dicey. It could be, it could be tough. The best thing is you got Jarquez Hunter, who looks really good right now. Looks healthy, patient. He's on a roll, and so you hope you hope that uh, you hope hope that continues. But this will be a very different test than than Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. Very different. And and, and you know what? After the Mississippi State game, after the Mississippi State loss by Arkansas. I'm sure a lot of people, including myself, are going, oh, man, you know, this is it for them. It's, they're, they're, they're not recovering from this. This is going to be just a slide. Into Sam Pittman's gone. I felt bad for T-Will because here he is finally getting his, you know, his, his shot at being a D.C. After that Mississippi State game, I thought there, there's no coming back from this. They fired the O.C., if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. brought in a Kendall Bryles prodigy and mm-hmm. went down to Florida and, you know, scored 36 points and one and two overtimes. So it went from – you know, a road win in my in my eyes to watch them against Florida and going, damn man, they look like a damn they look like a damn good team. I mean, not damn good, they look like a good team. Yeah, and I, good, I, good enough to beat you, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, KJ Jefferson, you know he can go off at any time. I mean, whether or not he's done it this season, it's been one of his it's been probably his worst season as Arkansas starting quarterback, but. That doesn't mean he doesn't have his best day against Auburn because how many times have we seen a quarterback do that, especially a backup quarterback? We have seen – what gives me a little hope about defending K.J. Jefferson is uh, Eugene Asante. What was the game where he uh, shadowed the quarterback? Was it LSU? One game he did decent and one game he did really well. Yeah, he, he, he did it against Cal. Um, okay, Cal. They, when they put the running quarterback in, and he he had a day. Uh, he did it against LSU, and it was kind of quiet because they were so good on offense that day. Right. So uh, the thing about KJ Jefferson is he's he's a bull. <laughs> so good luck trying to tackle him one on one. That's that's difficult. It's hard to get Jaden Daniels too. Uh, and that's Jaden Daniels hurt Auburn big time that way. So that's what you worry about too with this matchup. Go. What what scares you the most about Arkansas's offense? Like, is it the run game? Is it the running quarterback? Is it the passing game? Um, I think it's the capability of their quarterback uh, in, in all phases of the game because he's a veteran. Number one, number two, like we just said, he he can run you over. He can throw it. He's pretty accurate. Makes good decisions for the most part. And I give Arkansas the edge in quarterback play. Um, I just think he's capable of having a big game at any time. And uh, you know, Auburn's pass rushes can go silent at times, and you can't do that with him. You know, you gotta you gotta constantly put pressure on him. 
Justin, is uh, is anybody out for this game? Injury report? Um, I think they're pretty healthy. Uh, Eugene Asante was in a non-contact jersey, yellow jersey, but he was also in that same jersey before Vanderbilt, and he played. Uh, um, so I think they're in a pretty good, pretty good spot. I mean, trying to think. I mean, the, the, you know, the offensive line is probably still working through some some nicks and bruises. We don't know the specifics. Hugh Freeze didn't go into those a couple weeks ago, but he said the offensive line is kind of banged up. Guys like Cam Stutz, Gunnar Britton, but they played against Vanderbilt. So those are guys that are just limiting reps in practice, but but they're going to play. Uh, Demari Austin, you know, is now back a few games. Of course, Keontae Scott, Austin Keys have got a few games underneath them since getting injured. Uh, Javaris Johnson, so good to have him back out there. He's make, made an impact the last two weeks. Uh, he's a big play guy. So I think they're in a pretty good spot uh, in injury-wise. Um, yeah, I mean, probably as good as they can okay. be if, if, if they, you just had if you had Nasili Kite out there. But other than that, um, yeah, he's I think back. A, yeah, and I he, think they're. He's not. Co- he's not going to be back, right? Or I that? haven't heard anything. Freeze hasn't mentioned anything. I mean, it, do- it doesn't sound. I mean, he's not out there. He's in a sling. I, I, okay. I kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt it. But Zacchaeus Walker stepped up, had his best, sure best game, maybe of his career. He did against Vanderbilt. Had a couple couple of nice plays, so maybe he can carry some momentum there. I think he had four, uh, like a handful of tackles. He was in on a couple of tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. It was a. I, I didn't. I saw the stat sheet on him, and I was like, okay. Welcome. Yep. Him and Lawrence Johnson both made some plays in that yeah. game, and and they are, you know, there's only three games left in the season, and then and then hopefully a bowl game should be a bowl game. So we're kind of the point now where when we talk about depth and needing the depth, I mean, it matters, but it's not like you still got half a season anymore. It's like, can you get through three games? You get New Mexico State's one of those. So um, hopefully some of the positives that Lawrence Johnson and, and Zakevius Walker showed against Vanderbilt, they can carry with them because that would be big come Iron Bowl. You know, yes, it's got to be it's got to be big for recruiting that even though Avery Jones is back at center, Freeze was like, yeah, Connor Lou's playing. I mean, he's gonna that's play. probably the one. Yeah, that's probably the one. Avery Jones is probably the one. It's the one I forgot. Yeah, Avery Jones, but the, and they have a rotation at every position. Even though they have a lack of depth, they're still going to rotate and they're still going to get as many players out there as they can. And man, you know, when you're talking about recruiting, that's a big deal, I think. Yeah. I was looking at um I was looking at last year's game and man, this thing was ugly. Um KJ threw for two thirty four. Raheem Sanders, Rocket Sanders rushed for a buck seventy one. KJ rushed for forty five. They had two forty four passing, two seventy five rushing in a forty one to uh twenty seven win. They were up in that game. Let's see. They were up 41-20. They were up 38-13. They were up 38-13. And Arkansas, Auburn scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to kind of make that thing closer. But that, that that game was a complete blowout. Yeah, it was one of the worst Auburn games I have ever witnessed in, in terms of uh, the loss and how bad it was. Just the total, you know, Apathy from the fan base. People oh yeah, early. I mean, super early before the second half started. It was awful. The players were done. It was over. It was they had done. They were done with it. Uh, yeah, Robbie. Robbie padded some stats late. 
crazy is looking at Robbie's numbers from this game were incredible. This is one game where he was – I mean, Robbie ended up throwing for 285 in that game. 24 of 33, Robbie was, with a touchdown. And he rushed 19 times for 87 yards. That's a monster game. But that was it. Every other game he played, it was – I mean, he didn't come close to that throwing the football other than maybe the LSU game, his very first start, where he, they aired it out a little bit too. But but like I said, some of those yards came really, really late. They started throwing the ball, and he and he had some long plays. But uh, Was that Harson's last game? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. That was the game I tweeted at the end, which I never do. But I, I, I said on Twitter after the game, I said, Brian Harson should not make the trip to Starkville. This has got to stop. And I would normally never say that, but it was just so it was so abundantly obvious that mm. this has got to stop, and it did on Monday, right before your meeting. It did on Monday on Halloween. Wasn't oh it? man, huh? Halloween? That's right. Yeah, it was on Halloween. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Interesting game. I mean, for Auburn to get to seven wins, they can still do it if they beat Alabama. Like, it's not. Sure. I think we just all understand how hard that would how how hard that's going to be. Um, but imagine imagine getting seven going into the Iron Bowl with you know an incredible amount of momentum. You'll have a crowd that'll be off the charts um, for 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 that Iron Bowl. Um. I'd probably say Auburn – I'd probably say – I mean, Bama will be a favorite, but shoot, if Auburn can take a four-game winning streak into the Iron Bowl, I mean, I think I think that could be a – I don't know, it could be single digits for Alabama point spread. It could be. If Auburn's four and four in a row, it, it might not be a two-touchdown. It could be, but I could see that thing being around ten. Auburn would be, what, six and three? Six and four? Seven and maybe seven and four rolling in there. Seven and four, yes. Seven and four. Yeah. If nothing else, it would have Honestly, a crowd a on a different level. After Go ahead, Cole. After after what we were just talking about with the Arkansas game a year ago, you're talking about full circle, being able to go seven and whatever, seven wins. I mean, gosh, you talking about upward tra- trajectory? I, I don't, I don't know how else you could spin it. That's that's a very very good trend, right? Oh, no doubt. And look, we also talked about before the season. We talked about what does that seven wins look like? Well, that seven wins. Let's let's just say they that seven and five was their final. Let's say they lost a, just a just a a battle in the Iron Bowl, whatever. Your seven wins would be. Lose an absolute dogfight to Georgia. Lose a dogfight to Alabama. Um, yeah, you don't look good in Baton Rouge. You had a game where where you know all your limitations and all your weaknesses sort of showed up in that one. Um, but you know, you look at that and go seven wins. We lost a dogfight to Ole Miss, Alabama, and Georgia. That a few more literally could have won those games this year with a few more plays, let alone an upgrade in talent. So I think most people would be. Perfectly fine if that's how if that's how it played out. I concur, but will it? I think. I mean, yeah. This game again. I don't know about this game Saturday. I really don't. I just it's day. It's so dangerous because of Arkansas. 
Pittman, Sam Pittman is going to have his team playing hard. Like they're, they're, they're not going to not play hard. I don't think underneath him. And you toss in a little bit of energy on offense and a guy like KJ Jefferson, who you could have him sacked and he could break out of it and make a bomb. Like anything can happen with that dude. Um, and it's just such a dangerous, it's such a dangerous game to me. Travis Williams is going to be geared up and you know, he's going to have that defense playing well, trying to, trying to, you know, show Auburn, show Auburn a little bit of something. So man, it's, um, <clears throat> it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous one, man. It's a really tricky game. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I lean Auburn because I like where the running game's at. I like where Jarquez is at. Um, so I lean them. And I, and I also like Auburn's secondary in the way they're playing. I think there are 11 picks this year, something like that. Um, and so I, I, I like their ability to maybe hold hold things down in the back end and not give up any big plays to K.J. Jefferson, bombs down the field, things like that. I think they can hold it down. Um, and so I think I think it's a monster game for Peyton Thorne. You know, Definitely. like he's shown progress the last two weeks, but it's been at home and then it's been at Vanderbilt, which was dang near at home. Um, this will be different. And I think it's a monster game to say, all right, here's what I've done over the last two weeks. I got this confidence, whatever. Now I'm going to go on the road and we're going to really take an, a, a big step as an offense and as a team. I think it's a monster game for Peyton Thorne to not revert back, to keep moving in the right direction. And the, and those wide receivers. Man. Yeah, they struggled. Yeah, just the offense as a whole. I mean, they've looked pretty good the last two weeks. Can they do it again against a better defense? I think Arkansas's defense is better. Oh, um, no. I'm leaning. Uh, I'm leaning Auburn. I, I said that on our show, Justin. I'm. I'm still feeling that way. I got Auburn winning. I think they can get in the 30 point range again. So, Damn. That's where I'm yeah. Give me a final Cole. Uh, thirty-four, thirty-one is what I gave. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy to think about Arkansas scoring thirty-one a couple weeks after they scored three against Mississippi well, State at home. I think what you saw with Arkansas Florida was an evenly matched game, and when I look at Auburn and Arkansas, it's super even too. I, I just, yeah, it's pretty much split across the board on different things. I don't see one having too many more edges in certain you know, categories than the others. So, being it, it being a close game, I think there's going to be some scoring. Justin, how you see this following? Uh, oh, I was going to say field goal. I think I posted early, you know, earlier in the week. I was like, I think I'm leaning Auburn field goal. I'm kind of still there. I don't, I don't know. If, I was sort of thinking 31-28, um, but man, I, I'm a little nervous about even Auburn getting there. They should have scored more at Vanderbilt, but you know. Should have just means that you're not there yet in terms of making the big plays. You should have, but you didn't, and that's kind of Auburn's offense um, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of times. So, um, I don't know. I, I sort of, I, I think it could be 31-28. There's also I have an inkling that it could, it could potentially be. I, I could sort of see both defenses playing really well in this game, and mm-hmm. it being yep. 21-17 Auburn. Um, I, I sort of lean more that way than I do both offenses getting this confidence. I mean, it could be it could be a facade. I mean, Auburn played State and Vanderbilt. Arkansas played Florida. Florida's pretty good. But but Florida had no tape. They had no idea what Arkansas was about to do offensively. So um, 
it, it could end up being the defense has played pretty well, and this is a 21-17, 24-17, kind of game. Um, I, I sort of lean more more that way. I'll give Auburn the edge because I think they're a little bit better overall. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be tight. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tight, and just you just want to get out of there with a with a dub. That's it. Okay. I'm going to give you the lock of the week, as I did last week. <laughs> I said take those points from Vanderbilt and then completely do exactly the opposite of what I say. <laughs> so, so you remember Leonard's losers? Oh, yeah. So this is Jay Lee's losers. <laughs> I don't know how – did he pick the actual losers? Like this is these are the, this is the line that's going to lose? Um, I think that's how it was. What did he just pick the losers? Straight yeah. up, yeah. yeah, he was like, okay. Well, so I'm taking Arkansas, 27-23, Arkansas. Ooh. So I'm taking Arkansas. I'm giving the points. So for all you gamblers out there, jump on Auburn plus two and a half. Because <laughs> I'm taking Arkansas minus two and a half. And I'm taking the over. So take Auburn and the points and the under for the win. I think, Justin, you would hit that. What's the over-under? Uh, forty-eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. I'm, I, I think this thing is going to be a little bit of a defensive battle. I think the defenses are going to play well. I think Auburn's offense is going to stall out a little bit, come back down to earth a little bit, and I think it's going to be a twenty-one seventeen-ish game, one one way or another, twenty-four twenty type game, one way or another. Um, what else you got this week? Florida at LSU. Eh. What's the Ole Miss Georgia? That's the big one. Oh, Ole Miss at Georgia is the big one. Is it at Georgia? At Georgia, monster game. Shit, Georgia by ten. What's the line on yeah. that? Yeah, I mean Kirby against that that offense. I mean, if if they scored ten against Bama, why are they going to do any more than that against Georgia? And then Tennessee at Missouri, that'll be a that'll be a, Alabama at Kentucky is interesting. Kentucky's maybe not having quite the year they thought, but. They play pretty physical brand. That that could be that could get interesting. Um, that could get interesting. But yeah, it's kind of a kind of a weaker slate of games. That Ole Miss Georgia game is going to get all the attention. In uh, oh, oh Ohio State Michigan is this weekend, isn't it? No, um, Michigan Penn State. Okay, Oof. Michigan Penn State. Yeah, what are the big games nationally this week? I've been so caught up. Michigan Penn State is a is a monster one. Let's see here. Let's go top twenty five. Yeah, Michigan, Penn State. That's really it. Miami, Florida State play. There you Miami, go. That's what I was thinking about. Utah at Washington. That's a big one. Tennessee at Missouri. That's a big one. Uh, and then, of course, Ole Miss, Georgia. That's really it. I mean, USC at Oregon. It's crazy. USC at one point was ranked in the top ten. I think Oregon's like a two-touchdown favorite wow. overall. Over USC, Duke and UNC. That could that's a, that could have been good. Yeah. Duke lost a few, so not 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 any really massive ones. Ole Miss Georgia is kind of the massive one. Um, Ole Miss Georgia, Penn State, Michigan. Yeah, Penn State, Michigan. Miami, Florida State. Just I, I'm thinking recruiting purposes here mostly. Yeah. Huh. What time's kickoff Saturday, Justin? Three o'clock. What's up with these three o'clock games? I don't know. They've got a couple, and then uh, and then New Mexico State. I can't remember. I posted it on the board. I can't remember I what. Swear, it is. I it's think it's three o'clock. Is it? it? It might be a three or night game. I can't remember now. But it'll be uh, 
It'll be the first year in a long time Auburn doesn't have an 11 a.m., which well, is uh, – I know fans love that. Media, I, I'm perfectly fine getting there, and let's get this thing done, and I'm done with my day by four. That's dude, I love day. the early game. But we had none this year. I love the early game. I hate the midday games, like the 2.30 and the 3, because it yeah. screws up your morning and it screws up your day. I mean, you're you're, yeah. you're committed all day. Yeah, yeah, you're committed all day. The night game, you're at least you're like, okay, well, I, yeah. can, I can maybe have half a day, and then I'm going to work till midnight. And then Mexico State, 3 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, there you go, 3 o'clock. And then Iron Bowl is going to be 2.30. No doubt. 2.30, no doubt. Woo! Only a couple. Every, every football season, it goes, it flies by. I mean, I look up, and yeah. like, there's, three game, there's three games left. Yeah, two home games. I mean, it just, uh, yeah, it blows me away. The last few weeks have been crazy going to LCU, going to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt was cool, man. Let so many Auburn yeah. fans, tons of Auburn fans. I told Cole, by the way, on this, I was like, on the show earlier this week, I said, Cole, that, that stadium right now is an absolute cluster. Is it's it? a joke. It is a joke. It'll be better when they build the stuff, but right now you enter through the basketball arena. Like, you have to go through the arena to get on one side of the stadium. The press conference after the game was out of the stadium, across the street behind the stadium, into a parking lot, and uh, in a construction trailer. Sweet. Like a like a trailer that's on that's on site until the project's done. Yeah, that's where it was. Like a dude walked in with a hard hat. Like <laughs> the project manager's did. office. Yeah, yeah. Where that's that's where it was. So that place is an absolute uh, mess right now. But got in and got out. Um, anything? Uh, I can see. I know home game. The recruiting. No the basketball news, right? Pettiford and Jaka Howard. Nice. Nice. Two two nice additions there. Uh, you know, it's gonna next weekend. New Mexico State will be back home. Probably some underclassmen guys there. They probably won't go all out for some twenty twenty fours. But then that Iron Bowl, you know, is going to be chaotic when it comes to recruiting. Ooh. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be wild. Hmm. Um, yeah, but I tell you what, Justin, I will say this, man. As Cole likes to say, head on the swivel this weekend. Probably going to be expecting some uh, some commi- uh, commitments. Um, Maybe more than one. We know Laquan Robinson's announcing his commitment tomorrow on Friday or today. This, we're recording this on Thursday. Uh, announcing today, now that you're listening to it on Friday. And then maybe one or two more over the next couple of days. So uh, no, no, no big recruiting weekend visitor-wise, but potentially commitment-wise, which I think uh, our subscribers would uh, prefer over any visits. That's any interesting. Day. Potential commitments on an on an away weekend. Mm-hmm. That's that doesn't normally happen. Uh, very odd, very odd. Multiple too. If 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 things continue on as they're expected to. Yeah. So stay glued to AuburnLive.com. Basketball Absolutely. getting cranked up. Tough loss at Baylor, but but I thought they did well. They play at home on Friday night, southeastern Louisiana. Um, so I'm sure that there'll be a, a lot of fans in town. Um, uh, on Friday and all that good stuff for the basketball game. All right, let's roll. Make sure you're on AuburnLive.com. Subscribe. Make sure you're on the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Turn on notifications uh, and hop over on the corner and uh, and check out all the madness there on a daily basis. Appreciate everybody for joining us. For Cole and Jeffrey Lee, I'm Justin. We'll see you guys next time.